Hey guys, brand new podcast, and it's a good one. But first, the Birdie Boy Relapse Tour kicks off officially. No, it kicked off officially this weekend in Atlantic City, but this weekend coming up, I misspoke last week when I talked to Tim, because this weekend coming up, I'm in Spokane, Victoria, Canada on the 8th of September, Vancouver on the 9th and 10th, four shows, and then Red Rocks on the 13th, Cajun Dome in Lafayette, Louisiana on the 15th, uh, American Bank Center, Selena Auditorium, no shit, in Corpus Christi, Selena! Ah, that's one of my favorite fucking movies. Oh shit, I'm in the Selena Center? Dickie's Arena in Fort Worth, the Buddy Holly Hall of Performing Arts. I'm, I'm playing at all the great places. We've done. We're doing two shows in Lubbock, Texas, at the Buddy Holly Hall, uh, the Virgin, the Theater at Virgin Hotels. I've never been with a Virgin. This is going to be so great. And then Paso Robles uh, at the Amphitheater in Vino Paso Robles. Uh, go to burtburtburt.com to get all tickets. I will see you on the road. Something's burning is back. And thank you, everyone, for supporting it. Thank you to all my buddies that are comics that helped repost and retweet. It means a lot to me. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying it. That's all I have to say. I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, it's on YouTube. We have, so just so you're clear, we have the hour cut that's on YouTube. That's uh, that's the, the skinny version, in my opinion. I mean, we could have gone skinnier if it was network television. You'd see what would have been 22 minutes. But it's the hour cut that's on YouTube. Uh, and then we have an hour 25 cut that's on um, birdieboyproductions.com. Go to birdieboyproductions.com. That is our production house. We have Something's Burning. We have Burtcast. We have Wife of the Party. We have uh, Open Tabs. We are starting a new one that you will see in a couple weeks uh, that I hope you guys like. I don't want to tip the hat too much, but we're shooting those this weekend. Uh, and we are stepping our game up. I am doubling down on the B-Man, and we are stepping up our game. We will be moving out of this area and going to the next fucking level. That's right. You know what? I, I sat and I thought, uh, before we start the podcast, this is a great podcast, but I took, looked at my two, two of my closest friends, right? Joe Rogan and Tom Segura. And I remember every time you go into their place, I was like, whoa. And I think sometimes when you come to my house, you're like, oh, this is cool. Your house is nice, but this is, oh, this is nice. It's intimate. I feel like I'm in your house. This is cool. Oh, your daughter just walked in. We're smoking pot. This is awkward. So uh, so I'm taking a book out of, I'm taking a page out of the Rogan Segura book. And we're making some big changes. New episodes, something's burning every other week. Old episodes uh, we have. We're figuring it out. I'll let you know shortly. Today's podcast. Okay. So everyone knows. Maybe you don't know. Let me say this very keenly. I got into um, surfers vlogs because of a guy named Jamie O'Brien. I went surfing in Turtle Bay at the Jamie O'Brien Surf Experience because of Jamie O'Brien. I saw it on Instagram. It looked funny shit. You know that I've wanted to surf for a very long time. It's something I'd like to add into my life. I love the ocean. I draw a lot of energy from the ocean. It relaxes me. It calms me down. And it makes me feel like I'm living my fullest life when I'm in the ocean. I love the ocean, um, but I'm too fat to surf. So this past two months, I secretly, I don't know if I told you this or not, but I've been losing weight and doing exercises so that I could get up on a surfboard. I dropped 20 pounds and the majority of my exercises were planks, push-ups, bench press, uh, cleans, uh, not, not cleans, uh, deadlifts and, uh, and burpees, pop-ups, 
also that I could get up on a surfboard. I, I've been very, very depressed by me not getting up on a surfboard. It, it bums me out that I'm, I don't want to be an old man and a fat old man at that. So I, so I did that for two months and planned a trip at the beginning of the two months to Turtle Bay. Uh, and I surfed. I surfed for two hours for two days in a row. I've caught maybe 30 waves. It was the funnest fucking weekend of my life. We stayed there for a full week. The waves died down and I got hit up by my buddy. He's been on the podcast before. I love his vlog. He's got such great energy. And I got really lucky because one of his other friends who is uh, was at the workout with us, whose vlog I also follow, Koa Rothman, was there at the workout. The workout was fucking stupid. I was. I hope Nathan's listening right now. It's imagine, imagine if you let, it was the fucking hardest workout I've ever done in my entire fucking life. It was undoable at points. Listen, I work out. I pay a trainer. I work out. It was almost like Nathan was going to go, I'm going to show you what pain is. And I want to show you the most intense, acutely designed way. I want your lower back to hurt on a plane when you're not doing anything. And boy, he achieved it. Our workout, I don't know if we talk about this on the podcast. Our workout was a weight sled with two 245s and a 55 on it, right? A weight sled. We then pulled it over our shoulders about 50 yards, turned it around, pulled it back 50 yards, took a weight off. We had teams. Nathan was on my team. Koa, I think, was with uh their buddy kiwi i think and uh and mans and peter they, all their guys were there right these are all fucking extreme athletes while i was doing that nathan was doing uh uh wall balls right doable but with a fucking wall ball the size of of king kong's testicle it was a fucking big ass wall ball heavy as shit no one does wall balls with those big things those are meant to sit in the corner of the gym as like, oh, this is how big as they get, okay? We're going to get through the court. Then, you, then, then it, we switched. I did wall balls. He dragged it 50 yards, 50 yards back. Then we took off a weight. We did uh, burpees. Burpees while one person dragged. Burpees while the other person dragged. Then we did kettlebell swings. Another 45 goes off. Then with that 45 on, we pushed it. That is where the rubber meets the road. And that was where it fucked us up. And so then... We did when we pushed it 50, turned around, pushed it 50. By the way, all the way, burpees, kettlebells, uh, oh, thrusters. We did everything. It was one of the most, it was an hour long workout in the Hawaii heat in a field, a field that they went to grade school at. It was crazy. It was one of the craziest fucking workouts. And then I said, let's go do a podcast and drink some cold beers. And we had a fucking blast. This is Koa Rothman and Nathan Florence. We were at my place at Turtle Bay. We're outside because the ever so insightful John Manns thought it would be beautiful. I mind that you guys are completely backlit, black, backlit, but it'll be beautiful because people want to see the ocean anyway because that's the way his brain works. And by the way, then the sun shifted and you will hear it towards the end of the podcast, us sweating our dicks off. But then I just want to put this out there. Just let, let it be known. Nathan and Koa, when you run with the horses, you see how fast we gallop. The Mai Tai Challenge ain't shit to your boy. I was banging it out next day with 68% recovery. You know why? Because I'm a fucking machine. I love watching these guys. Uh, their vlogs are fucking awesome. 
Koa's vlog is This Is Living, I think. And Nathan's is, I think just Nathan Florence. They're both on YouTube. I'm trying to get these guys to start a podcast. They are so fucking funny. They're fucking just great, good energy dudes. And, and they're professional surfers. They are savages in the water. I mean, they legit are at the elite level of what they do in the water. And they work out like beasts. And I'm telling you, man, if I was fucking 25 years old, I'd move down there and be their best friend. And they'd probably be like, why are you moving down here? I'm 50 years old. I'm turning 50 in November. They're great dudes. They're fucking got great vlogs. Go on YouTube. Find Koa Rothman, Nathan Florence. They're on this podcast. And gentlemen, open invite. When you start your podcast, we launch it here. I'll be your first guest. I'll fly you guys out. My Thai challenge. Enjoy the podcast. This is I can't believe that right now I'm we're announcing you guys are starting a podcast. This is I'm <laughs> so excited. Here, grab your microphones. Well, number one rule podcasting, you gotta talk to the microphone. Talk to the mic. We're learning. <laughs> so our, hold our it. You can eat it. Here. Test, test. Yeah. Can you hear this? Marker. That's perfect. Meow, meow. Yeah. Hello, hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. It's, cool. And it's, if you fuck up, don't worry. He'll he'll point it out. Um, right, cool. What would you would you talk just about surfing? I don't think we would talk just about surfing. And no, would you no if way. you were gonna talk just about if you were gonna talk about surfing? Here's my question. Do surf is is surfing like comedy where the gossip is what would sell? Um I don't know if it would. There is some like some platforms do sell on gossip, but I wouldn't say they're the biggest. Really? I think what sells Are you talking about talking is, about beach grit? Yes. <laughs> oh, they exactly. Suck, dude. Yeah, dude, I fucking I don't know why they're in my news feed, but they, get out of there. That's just how I get informed on surfing, and I'm like, I thought he was a good guy. <laughs> they're not even big either. Yeah, they, they just, just make up stuff. Talk shit about they do make up they shit. Straight make up stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. So, so, I, but like, so when we started podcasting, like when I, I say we started, but when I first started doing podcasts with like Rogan. I mean, we were just trashing comics and just yeah. like unabashedly like that yeah. guy sucks. And well, then people were like, people were like, whoa, this is what they talk like. And it ruined a lot of friendships. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm, I mean, I, I can afford this now. So I'm okay with it. It was worth it. But like, but is that, is that like, because surfing is bizarre to me because there's a few things. Almost like you, it, it feels like that you don't talk about. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's like unspoken things, which I think if me and Bray, if Bray, Nate brought those <laughs> things to like light, it would do really well. Like the little banters in the lineup or like. The, oh, the lineup fights. is bizarre to me. So, yeah. so we are, just so we're clear, we're, right now we're at Turtle Bay and our, our the guy who taught me how to surf, you know, uh, yeah, it, it, and, uh, it's a hard name for me, so I've been really bad with fucking... I'm, I'm like the biggest colony, colonizer in the world. <laughs> and so he called it a lineup, and he said... And I'd never... I might mean, heard that term, that you what you guys do, but he was like, you know, so we'll get out there, and then just wait your turn in the lineup, and when it is, you, you paddle over, and we'll make, get you on a wave. And he's like, but also be mindful of the other people, because they're real people surfing, like real surfers. And he's like, be mindful of them. Let them get the first wave, you know, obviously. He's like, there's just unwritten rules. And I was like... And then we started talking about 
pipeline. And he was just yeah. telling us, he was like, oh, I, I couldn't just paddle out there and I'm a natural born Hawaiian. Like I, there's, there's rules to pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's like what you would call a pecking order. Like who's first in line, who's second. Like it goes in like generations kind of, and like whoever puts the most time in or like who's from really? here and it's not, which a lot of people don't know. It's like such a, like we know about it because it's so we're so used to it and we surf pipe every day, but it's like it's heavy because it, only a few good waves come through a day. It's pretty much the most organized chaos you'll ever see in a group of 100 people battling it out at a wave that could kill you. Like yeah, so, yeah. and we know the priority. So to us, it's very organized. There's a generation that is a level above us and they have priority over us, but we are a level above the younger generation. We have priority over them, but it's also skill-based. If you're positioned deeper and you're better at surfing, but you've also put in the time and you have priority over someone who may have put in the time, but isn't as good. Yeah. But it depends on that person. How old are they? And what was their career like at Pipe? They might just be the guy that everyone turns like something like, they're going, you're turning, you're not looking. Would you Nobody like to name some names? Wait, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> you want to name some names? Not on that one. Well, would you would burn. Would you, would you, <laughs> like, I, I was curious. I would love to have seen Kelly Slater's first time on Pipeline. Like, that first time, because he wasn't a name. I bet you guys, like, people that, in Hawaii well, knew who he was. Well, back then, like, when Kelly was starting to surf pipe and backdoor, it, the lineups were a lot heavier. So you, a lot of people who weren't from here, and a lot of people who were from here would still get sent in. They weren't even allowed to surf when a certain group of people were surfing. At get that sent time. in, being like, "Go oh, to the beach to and don't, yeah, we don't like, want to see you." Go in, you're gonna get beat up. Yeah. You know, because like we're surfing. Like there, it was like that for a long time. I wonder how many people that keeps. I bet. I mean, that keeps me away from surfing somewhat because I wouldn't just go paddle out to Malibu and just be like, get in line up and be like, "What's up, fellas?" You oh, know, Malibu's like, the worst. Malibu's just there. Yeah. Really, it's so bad. There's no rules. Like. Pipeline has rules. Malibu has zero rules. Because, like, really? rules as in pipe, you don't drop in on someone or burn someone or, like, go in front of them on the wave. Malibu, it's just it's a free-for-all. There's no waiting. There's no priority. You just go on any wave. Really? And there's, like, 10 guys on a wave sometimes. So it's it all varies on per spot. It's really strange, honestly. Yeah, what was the first time? You, what was your first time like at Pipeline? Very first time. Um, I would say we were probably together. Yeah, I mean, we we, you guys we started have, young. You, you you guys, I've correct. I, I've I've taken a lot of content, so it blurs in. Mm -hmm. When I first found you, know this, but you're the first. I found Jamie O'Brien first, and then through Jamie O'Brien, saw it found you. And uh, I, I was telling these guys, and the thing was, you'll meet my daughter. But it was a time when my daughter was hanging out with like a bad group of people. Not not I don't mean shitty, but like. And your energy was so positive. I was like, why can't you hang out with people like this? Like in a weird way. And so I ended up getting into like getting into your your content. But I remember seeing it was like you guys had like a group of friends. It was your brother Ivan. Yep. Uh, Koa. Uh, and then I, maybe I, I don't know if it was anyone else we were working out with. But you guys had like a group you came up with, mm -hmm. just like uh, Kelly Slater and uh, and and um, Rob Machado and all those guys. Yep. We, we had exactly that. It was me, my two brothers, John and Ivan, Koa, Eli, and Kieran. Yeah. And that was our crew. And Kieran and John were a little older than us, so they started serving pipe a little before us. But um, as far as me and they Koa started, they, went... Like, were you, was there a time where he came home and he was like, I served pipe today? 
Uh, there wasn't because it was so gradual. So this really? is what is different with growing up here versus someone flying in. They show up and they're like, there's pipe. Here's my first session. We surfed the general area for so long from such a young age that it just slowly merged into pipe. We started at the sandbars next to pipe. Then we got closer on bigger days. We sat on the side, the very, very end of pipe, further in than even the photographers who shoot pipe. Then we moved in front of them and slowly moved into pipe. Like, so our, our first sessions were just, they weren't like, okay, this is the day we're going to go do it. Oh, okay. You know, it was a slow yeah. graduation over maybe one winter that we moved into starting surfing pipe. And I want to say by that next winter, we had solidified positions in the lineup at pipe and we were starting to be known for going on the heavier waves. Yeah. Then how old were you guys? We were probably 15, 16. Yeah, that was when we like actually started surfing pipe. But like paddling out there and seeing on the shoulder, we we're probably like 10, mm -hmm. 10 really? or 11. Just like sitting like on the shoulder, like watching it, like, oh, we surf pipe. Many but really, times, we're just like 100 feet away from pipe, you know? But it yeah. feels like when you're a kid. <laughs> we but, literally got sent in by the lifeguards. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple occasions. <laughs> they're like, like our parents you, were not. How did you like, get out here? Yeah, they're like, go out there. You got it. We'd be going down the beach. Lifeguards like, turn around. You guys aren't going out today. They're like, oh, okay. Like, if we squeaked out, yeah. our friend came by the ski. You guys are going in. I'm pulling you in right now. They'll pick like, us up oh, on the okay. ski. Like, you're not, you're not going out. Yeah. I paddled out. This is I. I hate to share surfer stories with you two. That's like so you going. I did stand up one time, and I'm like, really? Did you like it? We yeah. were talking. I was like, I bet you guys look at this way the way I look at like a coffee shop that has an open mic, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna pass. I don't have any interest. <laughs> But I remember doing Travel Channel. We were in Puerto Rico, and they gave me a longboard, and then they were like, and I was like, I, I think I got this because I could surf when I was a kid. And I paddled out, and I got outside, and I realized I not only could I not catch any of the waves, but I was going to get really hurt. And I sat there, and I went, so what do I do? Do I live out here now? Like, do I? And there was a guy on a jet ski that came up, and he's like, do you need help? And I was like, I do. And he was like, yeah, fucking get on. That's so funny. <laughs> that was so sad. People with experience, you can tell yeah. immediately someone who is way out of place. Really? You can just by a look, you're like, just that by guy them is walking down the beach, you can yeah. tell if they're a decent surfer or not. Yeah. So would your yeah. would your podcast be you'd have to talk about you'd have to talk about shit going on in your lives, like the surfing stuff. The way yeah. Tom and I talk about two bears, we'll talk about shit going on in comedy. But we try to stay, try to stay positive. Yeah, I think it'd be cool too. I didn't even tell you this yet, but like after every trip, we just like talk about because we travel so much internationally. Yeah, and like try so much different food, meet new people, and go to places a lot of people don't go because we go to some touristy spots, but some places are just so in the middle of nowhere. So it'd be cool if we like got back from a trip and just like talked about everything that happened i would know? love to like, i would love i would love to know about uh where's that i say the name of the fucking wave all the time the thick one Chopu. Yeah. what's that place is that tahiti yeah that's in tahiti and so do you have to stay with families when you go there do you is there a hotel there's no hotel but it's we've grown up going there and families have like I wouldn't say it's like a bed and breakfast. Yeah, bed and breakfast. That's what they they'll have a place that you know a few of the families. Hey, are you available? And you go and they'll make you dinners or or sometimes not, but just they have a bed for you and they have a way out to the wave, which is the you most can paddle yeah. out, but the paddle out is messed up. And if you're going there like we are with a goal to ride something really heavy, yeah, then we want to be very prepared and we'll hire a boat. It's Waterworld over there. Everything is done by boat. It's the craziest. Really? Place. Everything, yeah. 
at the end of the road, once you get past a certain point, they don't even have cars. Mm -mm. They just use boats. Boats. It's really? like people live beyond the road. Yeah. And they just boat to the store, back to their place. Yeah. Shut up. It's crazy. And so is there like here's the thing I always wanted. Like, is there like cold beers afterwards or like what's the are there yeah. chicks? Like what what's the like you guys go out there when you're I'm saying maybe you go when you're twenty, right? First time what was the first time you guys went out there when you were like sixteen. Sixteen. Twelve years ago for me. Crazy. Oh, holy shit. Crazy. Oh my and, god. And, wow. and so is it like what's what is that like? Do you run in like I, when you guys go out there, everyone's out there, right? Like that when that wave breaks, everyone shows up. Do you yeah. guys have like big parties at the end of the night? Is it like the movie North Shore? Because that's that's the movie North Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, like there is a ton of similarities. Like really? for sure. Like some things are way off and some things are straight spot on with really? with like that kind of thing. But yeah, in our younger days we would it would definitely be this end of the swell, like we're sending it. We are gonna go ballistic. Everyone yeah. needs to decompress. We all lived. Let's get a case of beer and let's go huge. Especially those big swells, it's like you have just such an adrenaline dump. You're like, I just have to start drinking. <laughs> yeah, <I don't, laughs> like, oh my god, I'm yeah. alive. I don't gotta celebrate, like no matter where we are. I had a moment on uh, last. I, once again, I feel like my stories really don't compare to your stories. When I did Last Comic Standing two, <laughs> I had a moment. I was I've never really performed in a big theater, and it was you know it was a large theater in New York. And I was so nervous. And now, granted, I was pretty addicted to uh, Xanax at the time. Like I was eating Xanax a lot. Damn. And uh, but I didn't know that you could. I didn't know you could. Shouldn't just eat it whenever you didn't feel good. Yeah. I thought, oh, you yeah. don't feel good. Just take it. Have a Xanax. You're fine. It's a bad one. And and I was drinking a lot of Red Bull, and I was sweating so aggressively, my oh ass my cheeks. Gosh. It was running down into my socks, and I thought, this isn't what I signed up for. This is part of the joke. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah. my set. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this isn't enjoyable, and I don't want to do this for a living. And I was like, this is not fun. And I did my set. I got done, and I had this like, Georgia wasn't born yet. She was pregnant. I got kicked off last comic standing too, and I was just like, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And I kind of got back into this like fuck the industry i i want to just the thing i like stand-up i'm just gonna do stand-up i don't want to do big stress shows like late night or stuff like that or, or audition for last time i'm saying i just want to do stand-up and like i'll host shit but stand-up's what i love and i just focused on stand-up and i when we were talking today and you were like yeah man sometimes you get on those planes and you're like am i like this is really dangerous is there a part of you that goes that like where the stress of these big waves like Nazare or, or or Chopu where you're like is there an end date or do you think you'll do this at 50? No, there's there's definitely an end date. Really? We have I, both degrees I we feel like even now yeah. we're nearing you just man, it's like a cat losing its lives. That's what it feels like. Every swell you get away with is one closer to something is the way it feels. Like they're yeah. so dangerous and it's so sketchy that it's getting to the point where you're like, hey, I don't want to do this forever. It's too much risk. I eventually, just like our last trip we went on, we yeah. went, the waves were not terrifying. We had the best time. Yeah. Just the team surfing, having so much fun. We were like, yeah. when was the last time we did that? That was a low stress. I'm down one beer, trip. by the way. I'm putting these beers down oh, from our workout. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I'm down one beer. Are we being competitive so, with this? No, we're not being competitive. <laughs> <laughs> so this is now a competition. <laughs> so we, because so, I, I got to tell you, like, 
I know I know Koa from uh, from content, and I your content. I, I gotta imagine there's more of a business in content these days than contests. I mean, I think there is fully. I, that's where the whole. I think surfing was a little late. The whole industry to like the the merge of like content and competitive surfing but Mm -hmm. now you can see like a lot of people it's built into their contracts like instagram and youtube like now it's like a huge thing and if you're not like top five in the world or something like on the world tour then you gotta be putting out something yeah like that's where the whole um industry is just like shifting at the moment right now look at jamie o'brien and i I use him an example because i feel like and i I don't i wonder if there's and i wonder if there's even a a bad question to ask but i wonder if there's resentment in the surfing community for the way that he has branded himself as like as like fun party almost pg rated like surf guy where he but he's a phenomenal surfer but it's it's almost like content first sometimes you know, does that make sense? There, there's always going to be that, and there is resentment in certain aspects of surfing that are on, oh, that's not so core, or that's a sellout to this or that. But yeah. to be honest, like... Dude, Jamie's an entertainer. He's an entertainer. He's, he's done not, well. He doesn't just do content because he has to, but he loves content. Way back in the beginning of his career, he was one of the first guys making free surf films of himself. You know, He did films to begin with, and then it turned into his vlog and his YouTube channel. And he was doing all those edits on his own, hiring guys, doing the work, going on surf yeah. trips before it was like really yeah. a thing. And on top of that, he was like, screw contests. I'm over it. I do shit in contests. I don't like them. Similar to how you said, like those big performances, like yeah. Jamie, even me and Koa, like the big events, it just wasn't our specialty. And we honestly, I never enjoyed yeah. doing it. I had a different stress. I could go out to a 20 foot surf session and be like, Today, I'm going to go nuts. I'm going to paddle a psycho wave. I'm going to get the wave of my life. But go out to a heat in small conditions and be more nervous. Feel my limbs, like, not working the way they should be. Really? And I'm like, why? Like, why am I nervous to surf this heat? Like, it, I was in no way enjoying it. Doing what we do now is way more enjoyable. Same stress. Like, more stressful because yeah. your life is on the line. Oh, yeah, but I could die here. more enjoyable, too. Well, it's funny. I, the, I mean, the only... I mean this. Uh, feel free, anyone on jamie o'brien's content crew to pull this clip the only reason i'm at turtle bay i didn't even know they renovated it was because of his fucking surf school yeah because i said i want to learn how to surf i didn't want to i don't i'm not comfortable reaching out to you and going hey man can you that energy makes me compromising stuff i'd rather pay my money and say i got you for two hours you're mine yeah please teach me and Mm -hmm. and by the way i may i may really suck for the whole fucking day can you just just don't leave me I don't want to feel like I'm wasting your time. I saw on Instagram this surf school, and I went, oh, I know I know Jamie O'Brien's a legit surfer. I know this will be a wave. This isn't going to be some bullshit thing, and I trust that the people he's hired are going to be, are going to know what they're doing, and it'll be fun. And so I was like, and I also thought, I'm almost certain they'll shoot content, and so that I'll get some videos of it that I can post. Yeah. I know, but that's like my brain. Yep, yeah. Uh, the two best days of my life for real out there with my daughter at nine in the morning and she's nervous and i know i've known this little girl her whole life and and i she's nervous she's not confident usually her sister's there my daughter isla don't let georgia hear this is a gangster in the water i mean first time we ever took her wakeboarding 
popped up immediately wow slid outside the wake and goes can you jump that like, yeah <laughs> just jumps it and you're like oh fuck georgia could not get up on a wakeboard to save her life because her little sister already beat her to it so out here i'm like i wonder if that i talked to liam my wife i go i wonder if that energy is going to continue i wonder if there's a competition with little brothers that are better than big brothers i wonder how that works georgia goes out first wave does this you know lean up whatever knees left leg right leg pops up and i just watch her get so excited she paddles back out and she goes i did it she's 18 but she's talking like she's a kid yeah i did it and i was like yeah you're great i bust my ass like three times in a row and then i'm like fuck this and then the guy goes you're not listening to me <laughs> he was doing this thing where you're sliding your feet off to the side of the board and i was like huh and he was like do what we said and i went oh okay and then i caught a wave and i was like oh this is awesome two hours out there fucking had a blast next day identical and so for the money i spent the experience i got way way outweighs the money i spent and so nice. i was like and, yeah. and by the way my wife and my other daughter and my oldest daughter will be coming here to do that because now my youngest daughter's like i want to surf yeah and it's just such a you know when i had seen the video of you teaching your dad how to surf and i, yeah. I was like god that just seems like such a fun thing to be able to do what is it what's it I'm, I'm impressed with like people always go i could do stand-up if you could just get them laughing first and i feel like i i think people think that about surfing i know i did what's it like so i know it's like to get up on a small wave what's it like when you have a wave where it's like are, how do you not nosedive that's my question <laughs> you know do you know what i mean like it's you, i see these steep waves and all of a sudden you're like like what's that yeah. feeling like when you get thrown into a fucking massive steep wave well i mean it's a lot of practice so like me and nate have been doing it our whole lives and it's become pretty much just second nature really so we're probably not the best people to ask because like standing up and on just a little wave is just like so natural for us that it's hard to even explain to someone who doesn't know how to do that how to do it unless we yeah. like it was, went and watched other people like teach yeah. a lesson yeah. and it was something like i said that in that episode you're talking about i said my dad was like oh what about it and i was like bro i i'm trying to learn how to teach as you're trying to learn how to surf because like koa said these things i learned when i was 10 years old i forgot learning them i just know them now it's so yeah. instinctual so you have to go back and think like wait a second how did i actually learn that like someone who started learning to surf later in life and got good would be an insane the teacher. best teacher yeah because he yeah. remembers the process of learning whereas like us it's it's a lot harder like we have to think harder on like hey what were the steps when we were first learning to get up what was it like when we first learned to duck dive did we use our knee or our foot or what happened what were the failures and things yeah. that worked and our form has changed for everything like to suit us so like we don't do anything pretty much by the book nowadays yeah. you know like how they teach you on the beach before you like pop up on the board and like yeah we don't even have those steps so for us to like tell someone how not to nosedive is like it's just practice basically practice, yeah, practice, practice practice and you'll figure it out and it's we're on yeah. way different equipment on the bigger waves yeah really so you guys are on a 10-foot board out here and the yeah. reason is because it's so stable the board is going to catch any wave it's easy it's got glide once you're up it's very stable 
we are riding these boards that if you were to jump on, it has no stability for you. Really? Yeah. It would just if wobble. If you were like sit on it. Yeah. In the water. Over in the water. Like, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So our boards are designed to not nosedive in bigger waves. If we took that board you were on out, we would probably have You'd a die. very difficult time. Really? <laughs> yeah. You could not use that. <laughs> you all. couldn't use it in the bigger waves that we're serving at Pi. It would be very, very difficult. Really? Yeah. yeah. So then what are the breaks here? They, Unless you, you're Jamie O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, he takes his longboard out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, he's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He'll, he, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to catch up? Okay. Yeah, I'm trying um, to catch up. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I was just talking about BetterHelp Online Therapy with Theo Vaughn. I'm in therapy. Sometimes I ruminate on problems. Uh, I will lay in bed and go over and over and over and over and over and over and over in them. Or I'll fight with people in my head. And, and I have found that when that happens, it means usually I'm probably overworked. I'm tired. I'm stressed. And sometimes in those moments, it's better to talk to someone. If you've ever had that or if you're going through maybe a breakup, something like that, therapy is right for you. And, and I choose online therapy. And that is why I suggest BetterHelp Online Therapy. Uh, if you're thinking about giving it a try, BetterHelp's a great option. It's convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's entirely online. Getting matched with a therapist is super easy. After filling out a brief survey, you can switch therapists at any time, and you can be matched in under 48 hours or less. Um, if you've never thought about giving therapy a try, give it a try. Trust me. It's gotten me through some weird places, and uh, and and... And I, I don't know if I'd be here without it. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Bert today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Bert. This podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. My sack is so freaking smooth right now. Oh my God. So I'm in uh I'm in Atlantic City and uh and I just I'm just it, I and I, I by the way, I started this in Italy, but I've trimmed it up so nice. And with the with Manscaped has everything I use for below the belt grooming. I'm telling you right now, uh, their lawnmower 4.0 with skin safe technology is the greatest thing I've taken to my balls since my hand. Okay, it is that enjoyable. What you can get is their performance package 4.0. It has everything you need to keep your sweet sack in check. Inside this package, you can find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Weed whacker, ear, nose, hair trimmer. The girls did that to me last night. They went in with a flashlight and the weed whacker and cleaned my shit up. Crop preserver ball deodorant, which is awesome. I'm telling you, man, this will make your sack smell fantastic all summer, just in case. Crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Let me tell you something. This travel bag sleek. It's nice. Fits in your bag. Malleable. I love it. The best thing about this uh, lawnmower 4.0 is the 4000K LED spotlight that goes on and off for a more precise shave. That means you can see your balls in the toilet when you shave them. Uh, trust me right now. I, I just used their uh, Shears 2.0 luxury nail grooming kit. Uh, on my toenails, and I have gel on my toenails. That's a little in the weeds, but I have gel on my toenails, and it really works. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BERT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code BERT at manscaped.com. Keep things smooth and fresh. As we say, sayonara to smooth ball summer and enter fresh ball fall. What, uh, what, are, the, what are the breaks here on Oahu? What's the best island in Hawaii? Oahu. It sure. is. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. And then and then rank them. If you had to rank islands, so they go, okay, 
you can't live in Oahu, what would be the next island you move to? Maui. Maui, I'd go. Oh, Maui's got pretty, some fun waves. Maui's pretty awesome. Yep. Surf and just the Things island's super nice. Yeah. The island is really island nice. Maui's pretty nice. And then this and is then, the only island with like a city. So you yeah. can like it's very country, but you can go to the city and like do fun. How small how small city. town is Oahu? Like, uh like the, how small the, is the, the city? Like, like large small, like, North Shore is more small town country, like people would consider it the country. Yeah. But yeah. there is other places like the east side and the west side that are even more small town than than North Shore would be considered. Like real quick, if we went out tonight and we met up with a bunch of girls and some people saw you sitting at a table with just you and a girl, how quick would that get to your wife? Is that I'm like how small town is this like considered in that? 25 minutes? Very quick. <laughs> Very quick. 30 minutes the away. Hey, how you guys doing? Social media is now. It would be instantaneous. Really? One story. One story. Maybe yeah. one phone call. It'd be like, you know the <laughs> waiter at every... We're not even thinking about the, the spies our ladies have out. Like, my be, wife yeah. grew up here on island. She's yeah. got she's got her watchers everywhere, so... I'm that is... Um, have you, I'm dying to talk to you about, guys. I've been reading a lot, or... That's not what I've been doing. I've been reading a lot. <laughs> like, wow, we're making up things now. I've been listening to a lot of YouTube videos. <laughs> Dude, this guy reads so much. Do you read? Yeah. He For reads real? the strangest books you've ever I seen. Read just the most bizarre like fantasy, fantasy books ever. Like, fantasy books? Yeah. Oh, you got yeah. Peter's dick yeah. hard. My guy over there. Wait, what do you like? What uh -oh. kind of fantasy book? I, I love sleepover fantasy or something. books. <laughs> <laughs> Come over and read this book with me. I read like. Wait, so. my daughter was reading a book when we were on tour. We took them on tour. Her friend was reading a book and had it open, and my daughter had the back pages of the same book open, and they were sitting on a couch reading the same book. That is hilarious. My daughter loves reading, and I yeah. do not understand people who like reading. I, I just get cannot get my head around it. It just started from young. Really? I got really into it. And like, so what fantasy books do you read? I read a lot of Stephen King, a oh. lot of like Brandon Sanderson. Like those are the Jeff Vandermeer. These are like the uh, writers that I would know the authors of the books. But yeah. as far as like, if you were to, if you don't know those authors, you relate them to like Lord of the Rings type books, Game of Thrones type books. Those, God. there's so many more series What's that the name I of the book? better. What's the name of the book you said the other day? You're like, they're making it into a series, but the book's so much better. Wheel of Time. I've Everyone read Wheel of Time who reads twice. says that. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the 14th book right now, Animal. for the second time. Do you do any of the audio books? Yeah. Dude, Michael Kramer's voice. So good. He's my favorite narrator. Best narrator ever. Yeah. Uh, on. I'll read. <laughs> I'll have an audio book going and then a physical book. Then I switch off between <laughs> two different storylines. Like, Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Just, That's crazy. Yeah, I've never been. I, 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 I've, I'm a, I'm a big audiobook, YouTube, podcast guy. Yeah. And I'm really into history, and I really wish I, I'd never learned about colonizers because it really takes the fun out of vacationing. <laughs> when you, yeah, you just look here and you go like, oh, there's like a. I mean, I, I don't mean to get. I definitely don't mean to get political, but there's like, a there's a real inequity, and 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 it it, it like you definitely see it, and you go, oh yeah, this wasn't this was. Like white people just stole Hawaii. They just were like, like five dudes sat in the in the in like the eighteen seventies were like, hey man, we can just tell the queen she's fucking crazy and we'll just take this. And, and it sucks to learn about that because you're like, oh shit. So Dole wasn't just like the coolest dude ever. 
<laughs> he was some guy that was like. But that's a story. That's a story that repeats everywhere in history. Everywhere. Someone if comes they in bigger and stronger. Someone else would have done yeah. it too. That's what. Like, well, we're that's what I was talking this. to someone yeah. the other night, and that he was like, he was like, yeah, it would have been China. It would have been, been Japan. Japan, yeah. Japan, Japan. was trying. Yeah. They were trying. They were trying to take the Pacific. Yeah. It's crazy when you look it's back. True. My, I can't stop. I can't stop talking about this story. Uh, we've all this is all we've talked about. So James <laughs> James Cook comes to the island and his dudes are riddled with syphilis. Okay. Yeah. Everything he's like, and they're like, no, let's get off the boat. He's like, no, 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 no. You guys all have syphilis, and I'm not going to do this to these people where we just give them all fucking syphilis. He goes, I'm sending one guy off the boat. Okay, it's you. Number one rule: you do not fuck anybody here. And the guy's like, got it. Yeah, got I got it. it. I've got been it. on yeah. a boat for six months. I get you guys fruit. I get you guys fruit. I get you guys water. Whatever you want. Comes back 30 minutes later and he's like, okay. I broke you, rule number one. I broke rule number one. <laughs> it's over. You're I'm not going to be happy. You are not going to be happy. You should not have asked that of me. <laughs> I don't have fruit or food or nothing, but I went on shore and I've owned something. Sorry. He the chick with first night. And he's like, what? you're not going to be cool with this. Even walking down the beach, they're like, I think he, he's zipping up his fly. Um, I can't stop. Think about that. That James Cook couldn't swim. So how fucking crazy is that? How gnarly do you have to be to jump to, on a boat and go, I'm going looking for land and head into the ocean. I don't know how to swim. Dude, that's how it is in Indonesia. All so the fishermen heavy. there, none of them know how to swim. No. And they go on the littlest, tiniest canoes, like handmade themselves. I did not know. And they know go that. out and drown. That is so sketchy. Yeah, they Their don't know how to swim. are not so like sketchy. watercraft worthy. They're like, dude, they're they, like, got, so they get a lawnmower and put in a, a propeller this big on them sometimes. No and way. they just go out, can't swim. That is insane. Out to sea. Can, People are still doing that. Can I tell you? I, I don't. I, 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 this maybe have to edit. The sun's it out. getting warm. Do you guys right know? Here, huh? Do you guys know who I'm Sebastian Maniscalco is? Huh? Do you know who Sebastian Maniscalco is? No. Nah, never mind. Keep it in. <laughs> I think I found the two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> the two dudes on the planet that don't know. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. The story's over. Sorry, Sebastian. He's like one of the biggest comics in the world. Uh, sorry, dude. <laughs> we'll look you up after. Uh, pull him up. Pull up a video. He, uh, you, he's, you. I'm sure you've seen him on Instagram. What? Do you guys follow any comics? No. No. Mm -mm. Did you know who I was when I hit you up? I follow I a lot of meme pages. Who do you follow? Meme, meme pages. Meme, meme is comedy. <laughs> <best. Yeah. laughs> do you meme, guys hate meme that? Is the new comedy. No, I don't. I don't hate memes uh, i hate when they steal your jokes and then turn them into memes that is as annoying. if they go like i had a great joke on my last special about um having sex with my wife when she was sick and she was like well i don't want to get you sick and i was like oh don't worry we'll practice safe sex she's like you're gonna wear a condom i was like no doggy style so you cough into the wall <laughs> oh my god and then i released my special and then that day 50 cent released that meme it was just some guy that watched my special it was like cool meme sent it 50 cent posted it and everyone's like brilliant and then then you get the, the people that are like yo birdie stole your joke and you're like i'm not going to war with 50 cent okay yeah, he's like bro shut up yeah, it's his, it's his joke now, guys. don't talk about it it's he made that joke i stole it from him That's okay his meme. 50, yeah, i've 50 never seen this dude sebastian yeah oh yeah yeah i've seen him i've seen what about joe coy you don't know who joe coy is He's like huge in Hawaii. Oh, so I've, I've seen one of his the shows. Asian guy, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, yeah. Filipino. Shows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, Filipino's Asian. He's big. Yeah. There's a big uh, Hawaiian comic. Oh, fuck, I'm gonna fuck. Jesus Christ. 
You ever look at someone on Instagram and you're like, that dude looks old as fuck. And then he's married to one of your ex-girlfriends. You're like, oh. We're not at that age yet. (laughs) We're looking at you like that. (laughs) First of all, I killed it out there today. Bird is sweating over there. I'm point sweating. You see? I haven't stopped sweating. I'm sweating through that workout, dude. I'm sweating my fucking ass off. bad workout. Do you guys work out like that all the time? Um, I do. I do it a few times a week in the field, usually. Really? And then I don't work out like gym. that. Ever. You do stuff in the gym, Jim? Yeah. What's your rowing down to? Like, what are your splits for 500 meters? Um, my 500, I could probably hold like a 135 pace. That's, you know, 135 is like my, the fastest I can do. The hardest I'm pulling, I can't hold it for 500 meters. That 135 is a fucking beast. Yeah, it's really, rowing is so painful, man. Do you, you, do you never it? get comfortable on that machine. It sucks. It sucks oh, you every should time. Do it. You should do it at 265 pounds where your belly gets in between your legs and you have to lean your legs out to get in there. <laughs> like I'm giving yeah, birth every time. Like Dude, you have no fucking idea. So funny, man. <laughs> you would be good, though, if you practice rowing because you're tall. All the tall guys are Yeah, the they have best a way rowers. longer yeah. pool. My, yeah. uh, I love my, uh, our friend, one of our friends is Vietnamese and she can't run very well. And when you watch her row, it's almost like she's doing it on purpose to show you this is what you should not do rowing. Oh my God. Like literally her hands will go, she'll pull as oh, she's coming in. So bad. Le- I mean, just ridiculous. Wait, you guys are sweating too, right? I'm, I'm sweating. I feel like I'm still in Mexico. <laughs> but you guys are healthy sweaters. What do you guys eat? Do you guys eat healthy? No. No, not really. <laughs> really? I, yeah. Cohen, you, eat, you eat pretty I, healthy. Well, it's not hard to eat healthier than you. He yeah, has the worst diet I've ever seen. Yeah. Would you, ha, uh, this crazy question. Is your family, are is your are both your families here? Yeah. Uh, your whole yeah. family? Yeah. Parents still together? Uh, no. Okay. Mine were never like married or anything. Okay. And your, your mom's- Just my mom is here. My dad's in Florida. Dad lives in Florida? Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, I think I asked you that before. I think and then we brother, talked about it on the last podcast. Brothers and sisters? Two brothers. Both live here. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then do your, like- do your families know each other? Yeah. Every, yeah. Like, we're, well. we're, we have local North Shore families, and growing up on North Shore, it's just a tight little community, so you know everyone. Really? We, he was yeah. at our house every day, or we were at his house every day, yeah. like when we were Groms. Like, that was just how it was. And you're, and yeah. you're both, you guys lived on the North Shore growing up? Yeah. yeah. That's race. crazy. What's like on the water and just in a regular house? Um, well, we, yeah, we both grew up on the beach. Mm hmm. Crazy. We're, we didn't, I didn't realize how lucky I was until I started traveling and leaving here. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Like, yeah. It's the dream so is to live on the beach in Hawaii. Yeah. Yes. How did you feel about uh, like a white guy like Tom Segura coming in and buying land on the beach, like uh, next cove over those houses that are all like in there? They're like fucking, I think they're all $4 million or whatever. How do you feel yeah. about that? That is well, so commonplace. I don't. It's it's, like, it's a common thing. The only thing I think that is the problem here is that our property tax. I, you guys could correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've heard is we're one of the very few states that if someone brought, buys a piece of property for four million next to you and your house, you're in this like just a sh- shitty little house that's worth yeah. like five hundred grand. Your property now is going to be taxed four million because of your neighbor. Wow, so that's everyone's crazy. so how it works in Hawaii is your property tax is based on what's selling around you and how valuable the properties are around you. Oh my god! So it's 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 based so, off your. So that's why it kicks all like the uh, more local so they people lose out because they can't pay the property. They can't tax. pay the property tax. Oh, 
so that's why everyone's oh, in like the shittier that places. is a that is, nuts. that is a i think that's a catch-22 it is where they've set it up yeah to get people out of their houses so that they can sell those houses for yeah more. and then oh my god that fucking sucks can you give me a beer yeah, yeah. did yeah. you ever hear the podcast i did with kamala alexander I'm not sure yeah. if I listened. I didn't even to know you did one with him. Yeah, I did with him. him. Well, he, did, I, I, I always had this moment in Denver. We were taking George out to see colleges, and I was like, we had a little bit of extra oh money, God. and I was like, hey, we should buy a house somewhere. You really are sweating, huh? Oh yeah, the sun is on me now. Oh, yeah. uh, we should. It's okay, we, I'm embracing got, it. Yeah, yeah. We can do another 20 minutes when we dine. Yeah, for um, sure. We're chill. But uh, we did. I said we could buy a house somewhere. Where would you guys want to buy a house? And both girls were like Hawaii, and I had this weird vibe of like. Uh, I think the way I thought, my thought was the way Hawaii's set up is just go there and visit. <laughs> like, don't just buy a house and then our Airbnb it. Like, you're not part of the economy there. Like, just go to if we want to go, go to Turtle Bay and, and spend the week there, and then just go home. Like, you don't need to buy a house there. I was like, I, I just feel weird going there and buying a house when I know there are people that don't have houses. And and then he heard that. Oh no, I heard him talk about that. The next day on like Beach Grid, I think. Beach Grid, <laughs> oh, yeah. notorious. And then and then I and then me and him hit up hit each other up and he I was like he was like hey I appreciate what you said, and then I was like hey, if you're not ever in LA let's do a podcast and we did a podcast and he's a fucking fascinating dude, like a really interesting guy, but yeah. he, I think he kind of solidified that to me of like the, I don't know I'm not woke at all but like there's certain things where I I can see it does that make sense, like your generation is the woker generation. Like, my generation was not woke at all. What is woke? Everything woke turns to shit. <laughs> you guys have to start a fucking podcast. You have to start a podcast. I love that he just goes, what is woke? Bro, Trump on bling, he goes, everything woke turns to shit. Oh, yeah. You didn't see that? No. That's What's what woke it? is. Stand for. It's shit. Woke? shit. It's just shit. You have to start a fucking podcast. Okay. What would you name your podcast? We don't know. Woke. <laughs> what is woke? What is woke? <laughs> woke. Oh, that's uh, fucking great. This is sweating. I'm sweating good sweat where this I'm getting the workout the number two. Workout has workout it. I haven't stopped two. sweating from the workout, <laughs> is what it is. Dude, you, and, but, but you're in great shape. Yeah. I would like to think so. But, 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 you, <laughs> but you're physically. Nathan does not look like an athlete physically when this you look at him. This is the biggest joke between us. Like, yeah, like Nate, I looks like a bag of milk. <laughs> but we'll smash CrossFitters in their own workouts. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. yeah, I just love to eat cheese and quesadillas, and I don't have a clean diet. I, yeah, I'm lucky. I will. I can eat anything. And yeah. I'm like fine. I never put on weight. Or Where's okay? Best place you travel to surf that has great food. Favorite food you experience? Hmm. Europe's pretty sick. Well, yeah. Because there's Where really in Europe? good Portugal? ways. Yeah, Portugal, Spain, oh. France. France. France is insane. The seafood. food's amazing. Can the waves are good. Surf? They can. There's, yeah, there's, there's super the most good. incredible beach breaks ever in France. And, but I yeah. never thought, like, you'd think, what's a famous uh, French surfer? Le, oh, Jeremy Flores. Jeremy Flores, yeah. Oh, really? Probably yep. One oh, of the wow. bigger ones of all time, yeah. Mm -hmm. I never think of... We share the same sponsor, actually. Really? Quicksilver, yeah. Um, I never think of... Um, French people being water people, or like, or like when you think of like with England, is there surfing in England or there is, there is, there's, there's a, a big coastal community. There. Yeah, really. 
but they're, the they're in a place spot. where they a lot of the the english servers that get good they start doing quick trips because europe's all pretty central they go to ireland and chase heavy waves in ireland they go to those french beach breaks they go to portugal chase heavy waves there it's yeah. all pretty close to them if you're in europe you're a flight away from really heavy water or really? even just a train like yeah. a little train ride away yeah, Europe's food is fucking insane, Europe's man. Top tier, I think. South Africa sure. is pretty fucking Actually, awesome. Actually, South Africa is really good. Australia good. is really good. Dude. dude. Australia is Australia good. Australia has insane waves and insane food. Everywhere has pretty good food, honestly. Yeah. It's just all different. And as long as you go, like, I'd say the third world countries, as long as you go with, like, someone who's from there and knows the place, you know you're not going to get sick, it's... It's all like new and interesting, you know. So what are the so, islands? What are the islands in the south? Tahiti is got a great is. Uh, where's that Fiji? Chopu place? That's, That's Tahiti. Tahiti. What's the food like in Tahiti? Is it just fish? It's mostly Good. fish and, Some... and rice, and they have like traditional dishes. They call it poison crew, which yeah. is coconut milk put in put over raw fish and oh. lime and the lime cooks the fish in the coconut milk it's, it's like a different vegetables. take on poke it's so good say. man God, poke is great the food. shit yeah it's so good poke is the shit it's the best did you see the manti teo documentary yes i watched it last oh, night i want to watch oh, it dude amazing. gosh can i tell you what Mind blowing. i've been texting back and forth with him because really? yeah, he's right there. He's Bro, like legit. Right there. Watch I watched the preview. So I watched it. So, so wait, do you remember what Hawaii was thinking at the time that all that stuff? I don't remember it happening out? in real time. I, I knew like in, how long ago was it? That. It was a while ago. How long ago was that, Pete? Um, I remember it going down, and I remember being like, it was before you knew about catfishing, and I remember being like, what the fuck's going on? This is so crazy. Like, why would he say that he met her if he never met her? And then I just kind of was like. Oh, I, I maybe I thought he was doing it to boost up his money for uh, for the NFL, uh -huh. and then you realize what happened. Watching the documentary, you're just like, "Oh man, this guy just got cooked." He got Major. legit cooked. Like, and and by the way, I, I I really feel like he's a he's a dude of faith, right? LDS, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Which which what's that? Uh, ladder. <laughs> Is it? A, it's a Mormon. Right? Can I tell you why I love you? Because you are my best friend, Maurice Golson. His name's Weecho. And he goes, and he, he grew up in, <laughs> he grew up in Peru, moved to Texas, and then moved to Tampa, right? And so he was the first person that I ever met that if he didn't know what he, it was, he would go, what is that? And I go, and it was things that, like, I didn't know what it was, like a word, like, uh, like uh, they're salt of the earth. And I just knew to keep my mouth shut that I didn't know what that was and I was never going to know what that was. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wait, like, explain yeah. that to And me. he goes, hold on, I don't know what salt of the earth is. Tell me. And I go, I go, what are you doing? He goes, I don't know. Why would I, why would I not ask what it is? And then I was like, just shut your mouth. And then, you're gonna, we're going to look like stupid you know, over man. here. I do that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. No, but this Sorry is why you guys asking. need a fucking podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and so, and think about all the fucking big guests you guys can get on. You guys have to have a podcast. We're going to bring you on. I'm a really big guest. Yeah. Huge guest here. Number two. Yeah. Be our first guest. Maybe this is actually our podcast. You're on our podcast right now. Interview me. By the way, it's so much easier. The uh the what were we saying? I'm getting buzzed too. Like head head buzzing even more. Um sweet. Manti Teo. 2012. Around 2012. So ten years ago. Um Oh, Church of Latter-day Saints. It's really big. You know that. Oh, the Mormons. Yeah, yes. They're really big okay. here. Yeah. Um, why, I'm not sure, but the they're really big. The next town over from here is all, it's that's, a Mormon town. That's yeah. Mantateo's town. Yeah. yeah. It's east That's where east we went side. to school. Almost yeah. where we went to school, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're due to faith. 
right? You do the right thing your whole fucking life. You don't dog chicks. You practice hard. You respect your parents. He did everything right. He did mm-hmm. everything right. The one, the one misstep he had was, and correct me if I'm wrong, was uh, lying to his father. He didn't want to. He didn't want to say he'd never met the chick because he'd look foolish. But he's not. It's not like he's fucking gave her herpes. It's just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I met her to his dad because he didn't want to look foolish. The one misstep, and then he gets railed by yeah. ESPN. Yeah, like by everyone going, he's gay. He's a liar. Just come out of the closet, man. And by the way, this is a dude of faith. Yeah. Who's like, yo, man, I'm, I'm, and he just sat there and was like, the most prophetic thing he said was, the hardest part for me was to take pictures with people who I knew at one point had mocked me. Yep. I, I my wife like, started crying at that part. She's dude, like, right? That's so lame. He's like, people are coming up, fans. I'm like, oh, this person's stoked on me. Take a photo. Make a meme about him with the photo. Oh, and he lost God. all his confidence. Couldn't play right. Yeah. Such a Football bummer. He's in the NFL after that. Like It was mm. just shocking. Yeah. I got to go watch it. I'm going to watch yeah. it tonight. Yeah, have you guys never run into Manti Teo? No. He lives right there. I think so. I've never seen him. We should. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think he drinks. Probably not. Latter-day Saints. Yeah, yeah, they don't drink. drink. They yeah. don't even drink caffeine. Well, they do no, they now because they bought Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. For real? What about Elon's tweet? <laughs> yeah. You see Elon's they tweet? Bought, they bought Pepsi, right? And they said that's allowed. Elon's going to buy and put the cocaine back in it. <laughs> Did you see <laughs> that? Elon's that's dead. what he tweeted <laughs> on Twitter. Elon's a man. I'm so excited for your podcast, and I can't believe that I am the impetus of you guys starting a podcast. <laughs> it's funny because we've been talking we've been about, talking about it. it for the last few months. I'm yeah. telling you, man. It's just all you really need, and, I, and this is the, the key to me and Segura is that we're good friends. And we like we like each other's company. We make each other giggle, and that's it. That's all you need for a podcast is just yeah. two people that genuinely like each other, yep. that enjoy each other's company. Because I think people listen to it in the car and they go, "That's like me and my friends," or I feel like I'm friends with these two guys now. Yeah. And you guys have a very like, I, I mean, I've I've said this a number of times, but very positive, fun energy. You're not shitty people. Um, well, but I would you. love to, I would love to hear a podcast from you too. Um, Church of Latter Day Saints. I was I used to do these uh, Birds Conquer things. It was for Travel Channel, and I used to, have to do really dangerous shit. You guys probably wouldn't th- see it dangerous, but like it was for me. And we did this one in a Mormon compound in Provo, and they had two telephone poles, and then they had bungees going over the telephone poles. They pulled the bungees down, they harnessed me into the bungees, and then I sat on an ATV and they took off. And then when you couldn't hold on anymore, you just get slingshotted into the canyon. And I was terrified. Yeah. And the woman, the matriarch of the Mormon compound, came up to me and says, can I get you something? And I said, a cocktail? She goes, well, you know, we're Mormon. We don't really drink. But I'll see what I can do. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So she comes back with a coffee mug. And she goes, it's the best thing I can do. I was like, oh, nice. I looked at it. And I was like, oh, it's fucking whiskey. I take a sip. It is the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted. I go, what is this? She goes, it's cooking sherry. I went, Oh my gosh. I go, you really don't drink. Like, you've never had a drink. I go, no one drinks cooking sherry. For gosh, you like, what the hell? For some rubbing alcohol. Give me that. Just water down some hand sanitizer. (laughs) Take a shot quick. I got to get back to work. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, quick, squirt it in your mouth. Quick, quick, quick. Uh, But but Mormons are fucking thrilling. I'm surprised you don't have more Mormon surfers. Because they are fearless. Because they believe in God. They don't believe they're gonna go. They go to the afterlife, and things are better there. There are there are a few surfers that are that are like that. They are really into their faith, and they seem some of the big wave guys like that. They seem to. They're like, God's got my back, and they'll go on anything. 
literally right. anything. Let's play a game. Let's blow up surfers that not everyone talks about that you guys are like, that guy's fucking awesome. Whether he's like a cool dude or just like uh like someone not just that's fun like like uh I'll give you an example. I'll give you a small example. Um I knew of Shane Dorian, but I didn't know much about him until I heard him on Rogan. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, this guy's kind of a badass. And then I watched Shane Dorian take a kid out to Jaws for the first time. Yeah, Seth Monet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I was, and the way he did it, I thought, oh man, that's so, that's such a cool thing. I'll never get to ha do that with a child. Like, like, come on, you're going on stage with me. <laughs> take your shirt off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, Make a but, joke, kid. But it's it's cool when you discover <laughs> cool people. <laughs> like, I've, <laughs> Talk about your dick. Don't like that. <laughs> Sorry, dick. <laughs> but like, who are some surfers? Like everyone, when people talk about surfers, they always talk about like Kelly Slater. That's it, really. Yeah. And then I, someone brought up Tom Carroll the other day, and I was like, I haven't heard that name in fucking forever. Uh, but like, who's someone like I don't know? Like, who's someone where you go? You know, who's like fun as fuck or who's cool as shit? Doesn't get the exposure. Like, what name a surfer like that? I I have one. Um, his name's Emio. I can't remember his last name. From Emio Sezerk or something. Kurzak or something. Kurzak. Emio. He's from Tahiti. Surfs the wave that oh, you're so. Psyched I think I follow on. this guy. Is he white dude? Yeah. Yeah, but he, I follow this hey, guy. This kid is a badass dude Such in big waves. A good surfer. M. Extremely talented and a really nice dude. Yeah. yeah. Or no, it's E I M. E I M. Yes. Emio Surzmak. Yeah. So, yeah, I follow this motherfucker. He's gorgeous. He's, <laughs> He's flexing gorgeous. on Instagram a lot. He is fucking gorgeous. He is. I fucking followed this guy in the gayest way possible. I saw one of his videos and I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll fantasize about me being you. Yeah, you're like, I got you, bro. God He's one it. of those kids that you don't his surfing goes underrated for sure. Yep. Because he's so gorgeous. People are like, yeah, yeah, there was a wave there. I'm so sorry. I was looking at your cheekbones. <laughs> yeah, this is him on that big fucking fat wave, Chopu. Yeah. He got a sick one on the trip that you weren't there. It was yeah. like a mental one. Dude, this is him eating shit on one wave. And he eats shit. That's the thing. Is he, <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't so just eat pounded. shit and stop. He goes back out yeah. for more. That reminds me of us. A lot of when we were there. Look at this. Like, Look at this A long time one. ago. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that is the heavy one, dude. Like dude. he'll paddle right back out after that and go on to the next set. Like for real, like, I want another one. Yeah. I want to make it. That's fun. Can I tell you a surfer that I, I was obsessed with, is the way, and I think he was the reason that wanted me. I wanted to get into surfing because the way he did it was so graceful. Mikey February. He's on, he's my, um, we're both on Vans together. Oh, for he's, real? Yeah, he's my Vans team. Dude, he is, I don't know anything about this dude, but he, when he surfs, it just looks so like, kind of like almost like a painting. Like, he, just he like, he got an interesting story. Yeah. He's, he started out as, I'm going on the tour, I'm going to win world titles. And he had the talent to do so, but he was so, like it, it just went against everything I think his surf style was, and he had the mindset of like, hey, this isn't what I want to do. Once he started competing, and he went into free surfing and started making films and stuff. Yeah, um, he has a few films out called Sonic Souvenirs, I think. And um, yeah, his style is crazy. But he grew up in South Africa. Yeah, and he has some wild stories from growing up there. I mean, I he bet. told me one time about surfing a wave, hiking out on a trail, and while he's hiking. He feels a little wind behind him, he said, and he 
out of instinct, he turned and ducked with his board, and a machete thunked into the board. Oh Someone was about God. to machete the back of this guy's head. After he just surfed, he's leaving and mug him for his stuff. And he oh, I thought it was I thought board. it was the lineup and protocol. Then, no, there's no one around. I was like, man, they were really strict dude. about their lineup. <laughs> the wrong guy. Take this guy's life and take <laughs> his money, like, and then he just like shook it off, like you don't want to do this, man, and then left, like. Shut He's an up. interesting dude. Smoking cannabis doesn't have to hurt. If you're tired of harsh smoke, coughing attacks, or chugging water after every rip, it's time to upgrade to an icy freeze pipe. Freeze pipe makes a unique line of freezable glass pieces that remove chest and throat burn by cooling smoke by over 300 degrees. Freeze pipes, bubblers, and hand pipes are as smooth as traditional bongs that cost twice as much. Or check out their bongs and dab rigs for an outrageously smooth experience that will change how you light up forever. The secret is freezable glycerin chambers that come on and off every piece. Pop one of these glycerin chambers in the freezer for one hour, and as smoke passes through this icy chamber, it's instantly cooled for an Easy on the lung toke. Think flavor-packed clouds with zero chest and throat burn. Whether you've seen Freeze Pipe in the hands of popular cannabis YouTubers or mainstream celebrities, the hype is real. With a 4.4 star rating and over 1,100 reviews, Freeze Pipe has been trusted by thousands of Americans for over five years. So, for a premium smoking experience at everyday great prices and free shipping, visit thefreezepipe.com and use the code BERT for 10% off your entire order. That's thefreezepipe.com and the code's BERT for 10% off. Last night, Leanne says to me, I want to. I want you to go look at this house for your sister. It's down the street. And I think, I don't want to get in the car. It's so beautiful out. A little warm, but it's sun setting. And I hopped on my electric bike. Here's what's beautiful about this story you're about to hear. Leanne hopped on her electric bike. Do you know why we have two bikes? Because the price tag on this bike will not give you the sticker shock you feel when you see the prices of these bikes out there. It is so affordable. And what's amazing is they fold in half for easy storage and come fully assembled with free shipping. Plus, you can customize your e-bike with seat padding like I did for Leanne, size like I did for Leanne, and suspension options to maximize comfort. We drove down the street, down our street, uh, took a left through neighborhoods and had a fantastic evening on these bikes that, by the way, haul ass in my opinion. Look, I ride motorcycles, but these things reach up to 28 miles per hour with the help of a powerful 500-watt motor, and they take on any terrain. I'm telling you, gravel, sand, we took one to the beach, the snow, we don't have that here, but whatever. They have a powerful removable battery, a bright LCD display, seven speed gearing, and five levels of pedal assist to power your ride. We took it out all night long. I don't think we got up to 45 miles. I don't think we got to 45 miles, but they do go 45 miles on a single charge. And like I said, we are having a blast. Uh, they have different e-bike options and accessories providing optimal comfort, convenience, and safety. Hop on and ride with electric e-bikes. Go to electricebikes.com and get $100 off any e-bike purchase. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C e-bikes. Dot com. What about Jeez. the two? What about the two? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring up a name because you might go. These guys are fucking fools. Uh, there were twins that had like a health food store here in the South Island. Good looking guys, or uh, North Shore. They do like. Never mind. Fuck it. I, th I followed them. I don't know any twins. twins. Are you talking about Sunrise Shack? Yeah. That's Koa's part oh, that's owner. Of that. No wait. 
The coffee shop, the yellow one, with the Koa street. Smith. We, so there's a Koa Smith and there's a Koa Roth. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's mine. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really bad at I'm really bad at no, details. Okay. I mean, they're all they're all over the Instagram and stuff. Yeah, I don't I'm like fucking, well, I think stuff. I follow you on Instagram. Do I follow you on Instagram? I don't know. Honestly, what a not cool on. name Koa is. I know, right? Rothman from the uh, from the Hyannisport Rothmans. Well, I don't, what's it's a that? joke. It's uh, uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> right over my head. Right over our head. Yeah. <laughs> you're a comedian. Is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're Jewish. <laughs> you got to be part Jewish, right? Jewish blood, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rothman, they would do that like uh, Johnson from the Hyannisport Johnsons. It's a Fletch joke. You ever see Fletch? No, um, you're speaking a different language yeah, right, right now, Bert. We get off the you island much. Two minutes ago, the first episode of your uh, like show. another we beer, just, please. We just all watch yeah. Fletch together. Uh, Fletch is. I'll, I'll tell you if you follow sweating. me. You We're, do not follow me. Here's who you follow. You ready? Uh, you follow Poopies. Who is? Well, I'll follow you right now. Poopies uh, is fucking. On the spot hysterical did you see him get bit by the shark poopy's almost yeah. died yeah i know yeah i don't i don't think poopy's put that much weight on it but <laughs> poopy's was like he was like i'll teach you how to surf and he's like good thing going out with me is you can guarantee you probably aren't getting attacked by a shark no one gets attacked twice <laughs> the odds are in our favor bro you're good like, so you'll like, get attacked way to go, <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. you oh shit it's both of us yeah. poopy's i did poopy's podcast i've never laughed harder. oh he's got a podcast is it good? It's, I, I don't know the right way to say this. It might be, first of all, let's be very clear. And by the way, this is all love. It's not so much poopies interviewing you as yeah, you getting to meet back. poopies. <laughs> and, 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 and you are, if you're it like, like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have him sit down with Barack Obama, but like I, I would definitely have him sit down with Michelle. Like, cause I think she, Michelle would get this guy, Michelle Obama, uh, Poopies is so fucking funny, and the things he says yeah. are so out of left field. Well, Poopies lived down here on North Shore for years really? with Jamie. Yeah, so we like got to know Poopies really well, and he yeah. was like, "He's Poopies. He's Poopies." He's like, "Oh god." He said poopies? to me, "He goes, I, uh, he goes, I just shot a bottle rocket out of my asshole. Do you want to know how I came up with that?" And I went, "I, I think I got it." I mean, like, I, it seems pretty yeah. simple. And he goes, oh, no, I want to tell you the whole story. And it was a whole story. And I was crying, laughing. Oh, at my God. Because Poopy's can't, he doesn't try to, he's just genuinely who he is. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Himself. Yeah. It's almost like he's been untouched. And I was a fan of him through Jamie's podcast or mm -hmm. through Jamie's vlogs. Are you guys really getting burned up by the sun right now? Okay. Okay. I've accepted it. Um, I follow, you follow you Joe Rogan. Do you like Joe Rogan? What do you I like Joe. about Joe Rogan? This will go viral right now. Just talk. Let's talk about Joe Rogan for a second. What do you? I can tell you what I like about Joe Rogan. Okay, I'll I'll start. He is the most curious human being I've ever met in my entire life. He is. I feel like he's super open minded and will listen to like listen to every side of everything. He is, which he I is. think is super. He has, super he has cool. a crazy in ability to have a normal conversation with almost anybody, no matter their status. Yeah. He you can sit there like and have a conversation anything. with them. Doesn't matter. He doesn't get nervous. He doesn't get under pressure. He can ask them questions that they probably never get asked in the public eye. And they'll respond organically to him. That's yeah. the craziest part. That's why he yeah. has such good discussions, it seems like. The best part of Joe is 
is ultimately he's a comedian at heart. Like I know a lot of people see him as like this big uh, media entity. I mean, he's really just a comic, and my favorite moments with him have always been giggling. Like, and you forget, Dude, yeah, like, he's funny. I saw one of his stand-up specials on Netflix, and I I think he had a a joke or something about like his um, something with the Hollywood industry, yeah, and like his his son getting offered like Batman or something. I don't know if you remember, like, yeah, I think I and I was just like, holy shit, this guy's fucking so funny. Dude, he had it. I remember him telling me one time we were high as fucking shit. And he said, do you think if you could throw a fish 10 feet in the air and it would start flying that we'd have any fish left? And I went, <laughs> what? No. I was like, we would never, it was my favorite. It was my, one of my favorite moments with Joe. Cause I go, no, we have no, no one could resist the temptation of going fuck it let's let it fly yeah. and you throw in the air and it's just oh, you'd be like <laughs> no one would throw him back in the water no one would and i we laughed so hard about that stupid like i but that's the thing it's so funny is people i take him to be something you know he is maybe he is i don't see him as that but maybe he is but he is the most curious dude you'll ever meet and he yeah. and you, his curiousness is disarming he'll be like so uh sharks <laughs> so you go now yeah. <laughs> tell me about sharks but they eat you go he did a, he did a great turn. interview with kelly <laughs> he did a great Turtle. interview with kelly slater who i would assume to be a tough interview he doesn't seem kelly doesn't slater doesn't come off as like a very talk like chatty dude he He's, is he really is for real yeah he is a very chatty dude Seems and, like him and, and Joe Rogan would hit it off. From what you oh, were telling did, us, they like, did. Yeah. They Kelly did. is to the T as competitive as you express Joe to be. Like Kelly yeah. is that person. He is competitive. Joe Rogan is the most, the most physically competitive person you will ever meet in 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 my runnings. He'll he'll have a heart attack. Before. Like if we were doing that thing today, with he's like, I'm gonna Joe, die for this. Joe would I'll he would enjoy he would enjoy. <laughs> he said it. He said it a number of times. No, I just envision people trying to rape my family. <laughs> He's like, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. It's not, <laughs> not gonna happen on my, my watch. watch. <laughs> not on my watch. I go, he go, I remember uh, saying to him, What do you think about when you work out? People raping my family. And I went, Oh, that's funny. I just think of the numbers of how many sets I have to do. <laughs> I think of how much I've left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how much time I have left. Not but yeah, I can see how that is. I want to get him into surfing. Yeah, man. He would I feel like he would love it. I've tried, him out. I've tried to get him well. I'm still in my baby, my baby steps right now. It's not like I'd be like, "Go, Joe, come on, let's go surf." I got you. I'll give you a lesson myself. We just, just got to get guys to push us into waves. <laughs> it's so much easier when you have a guy go, "Go." The way he seems like into hunting and all those different things is the same thing with surfing. Is doesn't matter whether you just started or you're at our level or at someone like Kelly's level. You're always getting better. Like, Wait, how different? No how different is your level and Kelly's level? Kelly. They're, they're way different. Like, do you? I, I mean, not, maybe to the to the layman's eye, people don't see. I don't think they see a difference. I I don't know if they go. I don't know if someone can tell what makes a really great surfer. Like, what what is that? Well, that's changing at the moment. Yeah, with the YouTube world and because you can be so world. so at surfing, but if you're really good at content then you capture so many people's attention that in their head, you're the best surfer in the world. But yeah. they don't see the guy that maybe is like technically the best surfer, but he does no content. Nobody knows he's the best surfer. Yeah. You know, like they just see me or Koa 
on YouTube every week putting out episodes and they're like, these guys are fucking on. Yeah, yeah they're like, oh, you're the, the best surfer I've ever seen. Surfers in the world. Ice cold, ice cold. And I like, we we know we're but it, No, but I mean, like, what is it that makes Kelly, what is it that he does that you go, yeah, I don't have that in my he quiver. He does 11 world titles in a <laughs> no, single No, but is career. it just the, is it the competi- competitive it side of It is the com- competition. It is his freaking consistency to do things under pressure and and he excels under pressure. He gets better under pressure. And it's to this day, he'll go out at pipe, paddle out, out of nowhere, out of the blue. Nobody knows he's on the island, 10 foot day and get the wave of the day. Freak ability to take the show and take the day out of nowhere, out of really? the blue. And he consistently can read, read the ocean at any spot better than I think anyone I've ever seen. Really? It feels yeah. like the ocean is catering to him. And John and Jamie have the same ability, but there's... They're so in tune with the water. They're putting themselves in the position where the wave is going to be before it comes in. Yeah. But to us, it's looking like the way we're like the ocean's giving them everything, giving them the best wave of the day every single time. Yeah. They just, just have a different good. connection with like, the ocean. I guess it'd be like like that's the type of thing the, that would be so sick too. Like the unspoken thing is is being able to read the ocean so well that you know where a set is going to come before you see the set based off the waves coming before it. And what they look like. Yeah. Like, That's crazy. He's a freak. Totally. Same with your brother, his older yep. brother. It's like the same way. It's like almost like waves, just like the best waves come to them, but really it's them putting themselves subconsciously in the right there. place but to get those waves. Yeah. But how, like, because I, I think that is one of the biggest things of like, one of the things I, I say when we sit at the beach out in LA and we watch people that don't know how to surf is you'll see a lot of people paddling, 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 think they got to go to stand up and the wave passes them. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. like, oh, that they're not in the right spot. And then, is, yeah. and is that... It's, so that, that's one thing that has separated surfing from other board sports so, like, drastically is that, like, skating and snowboarding, you get to hit a ramp or, like, a yeah. rail or something. It's there every it's, time. It's, it's, and it's, it's, it's fair game for everyone. On yes. top of that, in surfing, like, you're still, like, going for this wave as if it's a ramp or something but you got to judge where that wave is going to come through in the lineup so you're dealing with the like mother nature you got to be like here to get even to into a position that you can surf the wave what i love about kelly slater is that he is unabashedly competitive yeah i love that and i I love that it's i love that people don't know how to celebrate it because that just puts them in a different pack like, if you don't know how to appreciate a man who literally throws a temper tantrum if he loses a ping pong, then you go, oh, you've never been a man. Like, I, <laughs> like, I get I get competitive. I get very competitive. Yeah. I, I heard a quote some t- today. Someone said, uh, I'm not I, I'm non-confrontational, not because of what I'm afraid you'll do to me, but I'm afraid of what I'll do to you. So I'm very non-confrontational because I get very competitive, mm-hmm. like insanely competitive. I have rules. I have certain rules that I will not... Well, I, that I, I won't do, uh, especially with people I, I care about, because I know that that is the closest place for competition to show up is like in a best friend. I'll never look at I'll never look at Tommy's ticket sales. I'll never I'll, like <laughs> that's I just, the like, data. Like, like, that's yeah, the rules. Like, I just like, I won't look at it. I won't look at Joe's <laughs> ticket sales. I won't. I won't. Because there's guys who my people that'll be like, how's Bert doing in Atlantic City this weekend? And then they'll be like, oh, it's. Second show, he's got some tickets to move. And they'll, they'll go like, good, I got him, right? I It's a thing that happens in comedy. 
I never do that with my friends because I know that there's something inside me that does get insanely fucking competitive. Yeah. And I, yeah. and I, I don't like that part of me cause it's not, it's not, a, especially in comedy. It's like not cool, but I love it when I see it in athletes. I have to pee yeah, so well, bad. I'm go piss, go piss, go piss. I mean, that, that happens between us and our friend group all the time. Like, really? yeah, all the time. So like he'll get, like, say he gets a really good wave. Uh, obviously he's, my best friend, I'm really happy yeah. that he's got this wave that's maybe going to better his career or something. But I'll be out there at the same time being like, I want a better wave than Nate. Yeah. Or like Eli or someone, who, whoever else is there, you know? So it's like this ongoing little banter of competition. But it's like, it would never make me resent them in yeah. any way. But it almost just like pushes you to go even bigger and better. Well, the best yeah. thing that happened with me was that I got my money. I, I make money with Tom. Mm -hmm. So, like, anything that good that happens to Tom helps me exponentially. Yeah. Like, I, I, I benefit from his success. Yeah, us as well. Like, pe say people see Nate's vlog. Like, yeah. my my vlog might be on the side, what like, right I there. subscribe to your vlog, too? Um, I don't know. I'm going to find <laughs> out right now. Like and Everyone subscribe. Should, Leave a comment. Well, tell about your vlog. Tell about your vlog right now, so people subscribe. Oh yeah, my vlog is called "This Is Living," and it's on YouTube. So go check it out. It's a surf vlog. It's really fun. We got how a bunch of videos coming out right now from Mexico. Yeah, that's. How do you guys? How do you guys kind of dictate who releases what content versus the other content? Like who gets to release first or whatever. Yeah. It's just whenever it comes. Whenever we're ready or like. Are you living to do it first? Huh? Are you living? What's it called? This is living. Oh, it's under my uh, my I'll YouTube's Koa Rothman actually. What but the series name. is called This Is Living. Thank you. Koa, I got stuck with fucking Bert. <laughs> Bert's pretty sick. There's a surgeon next to my that lives right down the road named Bert. Oh really? From me, yeah. He stitched me up a couple times. Is uh, are you in relation to the dude running for senator? Mm-hmm. For real? That's my brother. Yeah. Okay, Makua. I saw that. We I've seen those since. Him and Awa, Awa, Brandon, Brandon. Uh, those are the only names I I recognize. Brandon or Brandon. Yeah, I'm sweating. Should You're we? Dripping. Uh... I'm dripping <laughs> sweat. I'm just directly in the sun. Just four beers in after a yeah. oh, sweaty workout. I didn't even get to drink water. <laughs> all right, I just subscribed. I just subscribed to your vlog. He's like, maybe he's like, no, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I just subscribed to your vlog. It is. Um, this is living. That's it. Yeah. Code Red 2.0. TD scariest to Chupu ever. Oh, One yeah, month yeah. ago. Yeah. I like your branding. I like Thank the. You. I like the the. The clickbait. I know. I like. Yeah. I like all. Of it. <laughs> yeah. I like all of it. <laughs> like content, everything about it. Content, baby. <laughs> Thank you. I watched a video of you having a wipeout eight years ago. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. From Surfline. Did I get hit in the head? I don't it know. might have it's been your Himalayas video. one. Is it weird, like that you Which look at a wipeout or ago? look at a failure as just a, almost more interesting than catching a great wave? Like that, I saw you paddling for what forty-five minutes. That was the most hilarious video I watched. I think everything everyone minutes. else looks at the wipeouts <clears throat> like better than catching Dude, a good wave. Kook slams is one of the best. Fucking, it is so good, man. Especially when you know who it's happening to, and you see a fat white dude with shorts up to his mid waist walking into the ocean you're like this is gonna be good it's, yeah it's uh relatable people <laughs> are like 
Fuck, I've been that guy. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Damn it. We 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 uh took surfboards out uh for lifeguard training in Bondi Beach. Yeah. <clears throat> and the guy I was with carried his across his chest with both hands like this. <laughs> Did a wave hit him? And walked the first and walked out sign of you're not in the That's what I'm talking about. When you can tell someone yeah, that's walking down like the beach. If you're in North Shore, if the guy walked down the beach, the lifeguards would take their quad down and go, You're yeah. not entering the water today. Yeah. Turn around. Like and they wouldn't even let him in. He no. got hit so cleanly with a wave. Oh my God. In the board and oh. it knocked him down. And and he was down for a while. And I couldn't stop laughing. And I and I and he was genuinely hurt. And I was like, I was like, what were you thinking? Did you not just know that that's how that's going to end? And he was like, I didn't think the water was going to be that strong. <laughs> so people get to the ocean and lose all common sense. All like, common we're not lifeguards, but we've saved people every yeah. season here. Oh, I lose common sense. And I know the ocean. I respect the ocean enough to know how strong it can be. We took, we were out at our place in, uh, up in, out in California. And we just got boogie boards. And I was pretty drunk. But I was like, let's just see if we can catch one of these waves. And we got out into the water, just got past the waves. And I looked at Peter and I go, I think these are too big. And he went, they're way too big. Way too big. And Rather all of a sudden, we just go ass over tea kettle, just, oh. They <laughs> got fucking killed. Oh, man. You should see that what happens here in the wintertime, like our surf season. Yeah. When there's waves on North you Shore. You gotta come during the, winter, man. I, I'm you can going make a to. video of just like filming people. Yeah. I would like it, to come down and dealing see. Dealing with the ocean. I would like to see what a big day on wave. I think it's because it's mesmerizing. Yeah. That's what that's what really separates this place, like North Shore in particular, from other places. That's why it's so popular. Yeah. It's because you can stand on the beach and watch Pipeline. And or it's like watch Waimea. Anywhere else in the world, yeah. those waves are not going to be that close to shore. Yeah. For some reason, the way this is, the, the beach to the reef, is the waves are so big, so close to shore, that when you're standing on the beach at Pipe or somewhere, yeah. you're nearly looking up to the waves. Like the surfers are up from where you are, and you're watching yeah. these massive waves roll in like a gladiator's dome in front of you. Yeah. Well, it's like the beach is like a stadium, which is yeah. like why this place has become so popular. I can't wait. I, I'm I'm gonna come out. I I, I really I, mean, I love Hawaii. I love Hawaii. It's my probably my favorite place on the planet. Um, I love Hawaii. I've said this a number of times, but I love Hawaii because of the aloha energy is perfect. If you've ever had a house guest who stayed too long, like aloha is like, hey man, I'm so happy to have you, but you're leaving on Sunday, right? Yeah. Well, like, aloha also means it means like hello and goodbye. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's full. I can't wait for your podcast. <laughs> so aloha can be welcome, goodbye. but it's time to go home. Yeah, I love and but there is like because of the tourism, it's set up for you to have the best time of your life. So All right, we're wrapping this up My right now. Is so the, bad. You smell so, so bad. bad. I'm so wait, let's sorry. let's talk, let's go talk ahead. about the no deodorant for a second because <laughs> I've. I don't wear deodorant either. I stopped yeah. showering. I stopped showering, showering. Soap is just bad go, for you. Yeah, I just stopped. Well, I don't shower often, and I just have not worn deodorant lately ever. But when when did you stop wearing deodorant? I never started wearing deodorant. I never started. It either. was something really? that I never could take the time to do. Well, I guess if you're waking up and getting and, in the ocean, yeah. why put on deodorant? The ocean strips everything off your skin. You yeah. could not be cleaner after surfing for five hours in a washing machine. Yeah, you come out of the water, your skin is gripped. Like there's no oil, there's no nothing on it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I don't. We don't. Neither of us use soap. 
we just I get in the shower, I rinse with water, and I'm out. And I so just what, don't what, have time for those. It's kind of nice when you catch because smell is objective, right? Like smell is objective. If you get into an Uber, sometimes you're like, "The fuck's this guy think that much cologne's acceptable?" That's I remember the getting worst. That is the worst. I remember I getting into cologne. an Uber with my daughter Island. And she oh. goes, "Did you forget to wear cologne?" And I go, "No, why?" And she goes, "Well, don't worry. This guy put on enough for everyone in here." And I was like, "Oh yeah, it was all. It's a lot." But then that's not a good smell. But they think they smell good. Those Uber drivers yeah. think they smell awesome. Yeah. But it smells disgusting. Mm -hmm. Today, as we, I didn't wear deodorant, and I didn't know if it was me or you. I was smelling as we walked past each other. <laughs> Mine is so Bro. sour. Yeah, yeah, so sour. yeah. You guys I could was be walking to the airport on the way home, going like this, striking people down. What about your people were fainting? What about your farts on the plane, dude? Nate was clearing rows. Farts on, on a plane. Flight. It's our new special. <laughs> That's our podcast. That's our podcast. <laughs> That's our I don't know. Thing. Come on, motherfucking farts on this motherfucking farts on a plane. plane. <laughs> oh my god, man. I'm trying yeah. to get those What percentage out. of surfers do you think wear deodorant? Some are more like what is it called when you metro? Metro. Met metro Metrosexual. Is what called, where you're, where you're shave your balls. Hipster. You're really hipster. clean, taking care hipster. of yourself. It's not hipster. That's it's not, not hipster. me, man. Uh, <laughs> we might as well call it woke at this point. Yeah. Yeah, protesters. <laughs> yeah, the blue haired protesters. Yeah. You got it. We're <laughs> going to get canceled. I don't think they can cancel you. <laughs> <laughs> From what? Like it is not like you have a network sitcom. <laughs> There's a beauty. That's the beauty of what you guys do. Is like, is like, people show up if they like you, and and you guys are so fucking likable that they go, yeah, I like the guy. I'm, I'm on his team. And it's like when you look at like Louis C.K., you know, they tried to cancel him, and and I think they, I think, I think Louis was the comic that people would go. My boss got 20 tickets to the Louis C.K. concert at Madison Square Garden. Someone just said this to me. I'm, I'm saying this out loud. It was Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon just said this to me. And by the way, Tim, if you don't want me to be the one that say this, then I'll say that Tim didn't say this. But he's like, <laughs> and then when, he, when the, all the cancels shit happens, the boss could no longer buy the 20 tickets, right? That's the thing that happens. And so uh, do you guys know who Tim Dillon is? No. Can I? I know who Louis C.K. is. You do? Yeah. Can I introduce you to the guy you're going to, you're going to, he will become your favorite thing to listen to ever in your entire life. Tim Dillon. I'm going to I'm gonna send you a couple links. I'll start sending links to you guys. Yeah, you should. Of, and you guys will be like, who the fuck is this guy? He is fucking <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. He's like Alex Jones, but if Alex Jones, Alex Jones. was gay and funnier <laughs> and, did, and didn't mean it. Bro, that guy is funny without trying to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we should wrap this up. You're on fucking fire. Mm, I'm um, burning up I'm and sweating. hammered at this point. Yeah. I've, it's four beers. Should we kill a fifth For sure. just to just to make it even? Kill I'm the 30, 30 to kill. drink the tequila. What about, okay, let's do this. I should have drank water. I feel like I'm overheating. No, I don't I feel think like that's I'm possible. back in Mexico. We never left. This is water. Yeah. Technically... Uh, uh. Is there any more in there? So, your new podcast, it's called uh, Nate and Koa. Nate and Koa. 
I, I think there's I think there's some work to be done on the name, but I I, I got some ideas. Uh, I will help you guys. I will help promote you guys to get you to enough downloads where you can start getting sponsors. Sick. And and Thank what's you. great is when uh like comedians always come down to Hawaii to do uh to vacation. I'll always hit, I'll a lot of be my friends and I'll be like, yo, you should do their podcast. So let's do the first. This is just a micro episode of what people can expect. If you had to interview me, how would this interview go? Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Nate and Koa podcast. Brought to you live from the North Shore Turtle Bay. Sponsored by Jamie O'Brien's Surf School. If you want to learn how to surf in two cool days, <laughs> get up at 9 a.m. And we'll take you out to a very easy break. And you can surf the Jamie O'Brien Surf School. <laughs> Check out jo whoisjobs.com. Whatever. All right. And we're on. I'm too hammered to say. <laughs> so, so for, <laughs> how did you like your Jamie O'Brien surf experience? I loved it. I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. And I think, I think, uh, the, I, I think what was the best was the personality that I did not know that was brought that was overshadowed everything. The, it was it was as if the, he's not going to love this analogy, but when you when you. When you're on a cruise ship and you eat Guy Fieri's burger, it delivers everything you want it to eat. It's it's the best burger you're ever going to fucking have in your life. It's 4 p.m. You know, dinner doesn't start until 7. You're hungry. You've been drinking all day. You go to Guy's Burger Bar, and I swear to God, they've got all the fixings there for you. You can put as the much fixings. bacon on that burger. And bacon, pickles, jalapenos, shredded onions. Oh, you want caramelized onions? They'll throw it on. And I swear to God, my mouth's watering right now. That burger is one of the best burgers you'll ever have in your entire life. And I and I it, I don't want it to deteriorate from how great Jamie or Guy are, but that one burger delivers. Well, this surf school delivers. It delivers in the way that you need it to deliver. You feel for the average person, you feel safe in the water, you feel taken care of. You're not you you're in a very calm bay. Everything was and then and there's people on the thing watching you and videotaping you, and you get a drone shot of yourself surfing. I could not be happier with my experience at Jamie O'Brien Surf School. Great first question, Cohen. Great first question. How did you like the workout today? Uh, it delivered in the same way. The same like, you, ever, you, ever watch, like, you ever How did that workout deliver? You ever see like gay porn and you go, wow, that looks like it would hurt? <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Exactly. I had seen so many of his fucking workouts that I was like, they look, they, I remember the one you did, the one of my they favorite one. Gay. They are gay. <laughs> okay. I agree. They look fucking gay. <laughs> they, the one you guys did where you swam out to the buoy and swam back. Yeah. I remember that watching that and going up. like, holy shit, man. Like, that looks like a beast of a workout. And then going, showing it to my trainer and being like, like look at that. And she was like, like, holy I shit. I was like, I, I couldn't do that. And then I saw the one you guys did where you did the jog up in the hills. And I was, I showed that to my trainer. Yeah. That's I showed one on worst, on two dude. bears one cave. I showed one to Tommy on two bears one cave, and I was like, I wonder what these are like because you they, they look hot, they look uncomfortable, and then you get there and you're like, oh, and there's the smell. Like you're, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's like there's no there's there's no grass. It's yeah, is there's, there's rocks in this field. Heat it's hot. The, the heat earth. rises from the earth, it's and like there's children here. fucking. <laughs> 
itching so much in the seat. It smells like my shirt's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine your sunburn is helping much either, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. I should probably get out of the fucking sun. Yeah. Bird is, if you didn't know, he's he's a a bright red. Have you ever seen that? A swollen lip before? Yeah, man. For real? My lip is basically a burned sausage at this point. Two burned sausages. Yeah, what happens? Do we just lose them one day? One day they'll fall off. Yeah. Honestly, though, the sun is no the sun is so intense that people underestimate. Like you're sunburnt from your two day or three days here. Like, yeah. We go on three week surf trips, and it's the sun poisoning that in the end takes us out. Really? We cannot we cannot handle any more sunlight. Mm. Sores will open on your lips because your lips crack. They dry and crack. It's not herpes. That's a great name. I don't for like a podcast. That I was thinking. Look at me like. That's a great name for a podcast. That's not herpes. Sores on your lip. Not me, man. It is what it is. I'm on the same surf trip as you. Did I get a beer? Everyone got five. Mm, well, you're sandbagging. Oh, fuck. Fuck. oh I thought you were a drinker. I, I drink. Sadly, I drink for my own purposes. What uh holy shit. It's all right. Fun. We should go get in some water and cool down. Okay. Uh gentlemen, I will say this. I had a fucking blast today. I did. I'm glad we did that. Thank you for letting me work out with you guys. Good hanging, man. And and I'm telling you when I say this, you guys. You guys are doing everything right. From a, an outsider looking in, I really enjoy the content you're putting out. I keep putting it out. It's it really, you know. I, people say this to me all the time. You don't know what my day is like, and and I and I bust my ass. And the one thing I get is Monday morning, two bears comes out, and I get to listen on my ride in. For me, and I'm being dead serious when I say this. I I was in, uh, in, uh, Florida a few weeks ago, and I drank too much the night before, and I. We got IVs and I something just clicked with me. I didn't feel good and I was in bed just going mm-hmm. like having anxiety and and not wanting to drink a beer. And I just I watched, I think I watched you guys in. I think you were putting up content from Mexico. This was like two weeks ago. Was that? Them? Yeah, I was putting up from Porto. <clears throat> and I was like, I, and it just allows you to escape and not be where you yeah. are if you're not happy Glad at to the hear time, that, man. So keep doing it. And as a man who learned how to surf technically at fifty. I think more people should fit, find the ocean. Hundred percent. And and, uh, and you're that kind of conduit of like the regular person seeing what you guys are doing. Keep doing it, and please start a podcast. I will tell you how to start it. I will tell you everything. I guarantee you, your two social media people can figure it out. But it's so simple. You'd be surprised. And one day, <laughs> one day, you're gonna look at me the same way I looked at Rogan, who twelve years ago said you should start a podcast. Twelve years ago, he pulled me aside and said. You need to start a podcast. I think it'll change your life. Well, it has definitely changed my life, and, I, and I've said thank you a million times to him. And I'm telling you, you guys are, make me giggle hard as fuck. Just start a podcast. Just start a podcast. Right Thanks, Thanks for having us on yeah, the show. Of course, of course. Anytime you're in L.A., open invite shout, to the man. podcast. Same, vice versa, man, if you're yeah. here. Oh, I will hit you yeah, up every time I'm here. for the winter, man. Yeah. It's, it's a different story. Fuck yeah. All right, let's go drink. All right. Cool. Thanks, you guys. Out. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.